Hello, and welcome to the Wild Mountain Witch Podcast. I am your host, Alana Hine, the Witch of the Wild Mountain, and today we're talking about Mabin. The only reason this episode did not come out Wednesday as planned is because Wednesday was a bit of a mess. I had several technical difficulties throughout the day, And by the time I had finished recording the introduction, I was so exhausted, I was just done. The past few days, I've had a really, really hard time getting myself to just sit down and work on this podcast episode, but I have put a lot of effort into bringing you this episode today. Honestly, sometimes all I'm running on is hypermania and caffeine and... Sometimes that just has to be okay. As well as Mabin coming up this week, I just wanted to give you all a quick little reminder that the Full Harvest Moon is this Monday, September 20th. The moon will still appear full on the morning of Mabin, Wednesday, September 22nd, so it's going to be a great booster to any of your workings or spell work for the week. This is definitely my favorite time of year. This week, uh, it's really started to feel like autumn is on the way. I am so, so excited. It's gradually getting cooler, the acorns are already falling, and the fall decor has already come out. The sweaters and warm makeup colors have arrived, and of course, the pumpkin spice is back. I love this time of year. (laughs) Now, before I say anything about Mabin itself, I want to clarify something. The Wiccan Wheel of the Year, which eventually became better known as the Pagan Wheel of the Year, originally only called the Optumnal and Spring Equinoxes just that. Mabin, in particular, was never referred to as such until some guy decided he wanted a more pagan-sounding name for the holiday. Mabin himself was not associated with fall or the harvest in any way, and yet became the name of the holiday. Mabin is a Welsh god of light and is associated with the hunt. Apparently, the man who decided this thought his story resembled that of Demeter and Persephone, held hostage in the underworld as an infant. As Hellenic pagans will know, The autumnal equinox is the day of the year Persephone makes her descent to the underworld to spend fall and winter with her husband, Hades. Persephone was captured and tricked into eating pomegranate seeds in the underworld, binding her to it so that she may never stay long on earth. As a goddess of spring, it arrives as she makes her return to the mortal world and to her mother, Demeter. Mabin, whose name either means son or divine child, was the son of the earth mother goddess Madron, whose name means mother. (laughs) At three days old, he was abducted and taken into the underworld for many years until he was rescued by King Arthur and the king's Welsh hero cousin, Colwich. By the time he was released, Mabin had become the eldest of all living creatures. He is simultaneously the youngest and oldest of all souls. Now, where I can see the paradox and the connection to life, death, and the underworld, and that sort of balance that corresponds to this time, I do think it's a bit of a reach. Point blank period. 
original Celtic pagans never referred to the holiday as Mabin. So, does this make it cultural appropriation? If the deity has nothing to do with the holiday and it was only called that after an American writer decided it should be, would that not be the definition of cultural appropriation? Well, yes and no. The definition of cultural appropriation can be hard to pin down and will vary from person to person. In my opinion, I think cultural appropriation is in the eye of the beholder, that being of the culture who is being appropriated. Things like the Nazar, the protection amulet meant to ward off the evil eye, are often accused of being appropriated by white practitioners, yet the culture that that symbol comes from, the Turks or Greeks, are more than happy to share it to help others. So since the name is being taken out of context and used for something else, in the truest sense of the word, it is appropriation. But does it matter? In this case, no. I recently saw a TikTok by a Welsh witch, Mara Starling, who said the Welsh people don't care whether or not you call it Mabin. It's up to you. If calling it Mabin makes you uncomfortable, then it's fine if you call it the Equinox. If you're happy with calling it Mabin, then go right ahead. So what is Mabin? Well, Mabin is the second of three pagan harvest festivals. It is a time of abundance, prosperity, and giving thanks. I've heard this holiday referred to many a time as the Witch's Thanksgiving, which you could definitely consider it as such, Thanksgiving, but without the celebration of the slaughter of Native American people. I personally never refer to it as such due to that connection. Mabin stands on one of two equinoxes, the equinox being a day where both night and day hold equal time over the earth. These times are considered liminal, as we are transitioning between natural cycles. This is always a good time to contemplate what no longer serves you and what positive changes you are able to make in your life. This is the time for turning inward and preparing for the dark half of the year that follows the equinox. The equinoxes in particular are a time for you to look at the balance of your life. Are you a workaholic or has this year locked you to your couch? The autumnal equinox is great for looking at what you need to remove, destroy, or clear away in order to create a better balance. Now is the perfect time to perform any workings or manifestations for balance or banishing. So what can I do for Mabin? I want you all to know that it's okay if you do all of these things, it's okay if you do none of them. You don't necessarily have to do anything for any holiday, and keep in mind that holidays and traditions vary from culture to culture. So if you're interested in a specific path, do research into that lore, practice, and tradition. Some really simple things you can do for Mavin include things like taking a walk in nature, lighting a candle and giving thanks, and collecting things like leaves and acorns. Some ideas for spells or rituals this week, not only for Mabin, but the full harvest moon as well, would be spells for abundance, protection, prosperity, and home and health. You can light a candle or make space for the harvest god or goddess of your choice or tradition, and ask them for their blessing and gift of abundance in the coming dark time of the year. But don't forget to leave an offering and give thanks. One of the biggest things you can do for any holiday is create or decorate an altar. Good things to put on your Mabin altar would be fallen leaves, pine cones, 
acorns, pumpkins, squashes, gourds, corn, apples, bread, and wine or even a beer or spirit. Just saying, I'll be putting pumpkin ale on my own altar this year. Another thing a lot of witches enjoy doing for Mabin, and let's be honest, every pagan holiday, is baking bread. There are so many different kinds of bread, ways to decorate it, and ways to serve it. Seasonal ingredients are always welcome, such as pumpkin or whole grain. You could make a dessert bread, such as pumpkin, yes, I said pumpkin twice, cinnamon raisin, or maple. Rosemary is kind of a go-to classic for a lot of witches who want a savory bread. Personally, this year I am baking my mother's pumpkin bread. Can you tell how much I love pumpkin? No? Do I need to say it again? Pumpkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of pagans may choose to cook a full sabbat meal, and this is honestly one of my favorite holidays to do this for. A stew or roast with seasonal vegetables is always an appropriate option. So what are you doing for Mabin? Keep in mind, all of this is simply meant to give ideas and suggestions. A lot of people tend to think they've got to put together an entire ritual, cook a whole meal, and build a bonfire in order to celebrate pagan holidays. But just remember, your practice is your own. It will never look just like someone else's. Don't feel like a bad pagan because you forgot a holiday or only could microwave yourself a mug cake. This week's episode was a bit short, but thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget the full moon on Monday, September 20th, and of course, Mabin on Wednesday, September 22nd. This week, we'll be turning towards our regular posting schedule every Wednesday with an episode about autumnal lore and folk traditions. Tonight, I'll be posting a blog with Mabin recipes for you to try at the Wild Mountain Witch blogspot.com. If you would like to support this podcast, find us on Patreon and TikTok as Wild Mountain Witch, on Instagram as Witch of the Wild Mountain, and if you'd like to email the podcast directly with any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, find us at wildmountainwitchpodcast at gmail.com. That's all for me for this week. I wish your full moon rituals powerful and your Mabin feast hearty. I hope you have a wonderful, baneful day. Blessed be, witches.